call to the booth. The Broncos offseason is underway. They got a lot of cap room. How should they spend it? And we got our playoff picks. Paul, drop that beat. Call to the booth, Harrison Sanford with a key to leave right here on Altitude TV. And if you don't catch us here, make sure you check us on your podcast app. Have to talk about a bunch of free agents that the Broncos are dealing with this offseason. But first, the biggest free agent is the head coaching position, the biggest opening at least. And Akeem knows his football pretty well. And with that opening still being there, maybe maybe you give it a try. Man, I I... I... I wish I got a call, man. I seen my dog Mayo in the interview. I that kind of brought me back to reality, man. I said, man, well, maybe, maybe leave need to get into this coaching thing, man. I'm I'm a pretty good leader, right? I know football. I, I'm have my hands all over the defense. You know what I'm saying? I know how to attack other defenses, so I can help the offensive coordinator. You know, hey, John, I'm free, man. I don't know about that clock right now. That's the main thing. That coaching clock. It's crazy, bro. You're going to be at work all damn day. I don't know if I'm ready for that yet, Harrison. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? But I think one day I'm going to get into this coaching stuff, man, for real. I'm going to get into it one day. Now I don't know about today, but one day, Harrison, I'm going to get into it. I like that. I like that. Well, uh, put on your GM cap for us, too, while you're at all it. Right, all right, uh, let's do it. <laughs> Brent Marcos have $48.5 million in cap space this offseason. They have five picks in the first 100 draft selections they can make some real moves this offseason i'm going to name some free agents that they have you tell me if they should come back yeah i'll do the combination of teddy bridgewater and drew lock keep teddy man bring teddy back his number would probably be like i think it's like four mil or something this year it's not much you bring teddy back man you have a solid backup if something happened to your new starter that you want to get you got a solid backup in teddy and then so that would be a no for drew lock uh, moving on to makes sense. All right, let's go to the uh, some defensive players here and, and in the secondary. So you would know well. Should they bring back twenty nine year old Kyle Fuller? Uh, had a rough year. He probably had his roughest year of his career, in my opinion. Uh, gave up like six or seven tubs, probably like 600, 700 yards. And then you got Darby under contract. You a lot of dead money if you cut Darby, man. So you almost got to keep Darby. You just gave him that three year thirty. I'll rock out with Darby and Sertan. I'll let Fuller go. So that does that also mean that you let go of 30-year-old Bryce Callahan, who was pretty solid in the slot this year? Uh, I think I think it's a lot of young guys out there, man. Bryce Callahan, he's been there for a while. I think if you was going to turn that corner and emerge as like a Chris Harris type of nickel or something, I think it would have happened by now, man. So it's young guys out there that you could bring in, could come in and learn this nickel and play the nickel. Uh, I let Fuller and Callahan go and keep Darby, keep Sertan, and, and, and rebuild the rebuild third, fourth, fifth corner. Well, with that being said, let's stay with the defensive side of the ball. Kareem Jackson, another part of that secondary. Bring Kareem Jackson back, man. Him tandem with, with Justin Simmons in the back end. I think that's where it started. Start up front with that rush, but with them two guys on that back end, man, that's great leadership. That's a lot of knowledge, a lot of effort, man. He'll come down and hit you. You see him, he already came down, knocked Juju out for the season. He's still bringing that fire now. Keep Kareem Jackson. You need him on that defense. 
obviously every Bronco fan should be excited for the career of Javante Williams. There's also still Melvin Gordon, who served as a nice one-two punch with him. Do you bring him back? Uh, I think I think just like you found Jamal Williams, man, you could you're gonna find one of these young hungry backs who who run in the wind, who putting their foot in the ground, exploding through these lanes. You already got a starter in Williams now, you know what I'm saying? So good as Melvin Gordon was for the Broncos, he wasn't bad. I think he's just expendable, man. You could spend that money somewhere else. All right. So obviously Von Miller is no longer there. Malik Reed uh, emerged as probably the best pass rusher this season. Do you bring him back? I think Malik Reed is a good compliment to Chubb. Uh, he's nice on the other side of Chubb. He he ain't really exploded and hit the seam, man. Six sacks, eight sacks in the last two years. So that ticket not going to be that high. That ticket not going to be nothing crazy. You can get him for the low. He got a great motor. I think he complimented what Chubb doing on the other side. Good. Keep Malik Reed. Keep Malik Reed. Spend that money to keep him. Where should you spend your money this weekend when it comes to the playoffs? Akeem and I decide as we look ahead to the divisional playoff weekend. Back with more call to the booth before we get out of here. Got to give you our betting picks for this upcoming weekend. First, let me update you on a little prop bet that we had going into last week. Uh, most rushing yards throughout the duration of the playoffs. Akeem picked Tony Pollard. Out of there. Finished with <laughs> Out of there with 14. I picked Leonard Fournette. Did not play, but out has a there. chance to play this weekend. Uh, and right now, uh, P- producer Paul, who you see on your screen and then you hear on the podcast app, uh, Josh Allen has 66 yards. So now he is the leader in the clubhouse for now. We've got a uh, shot. Go the- We've got a shot. <laughs> Definitely Indeed. got a shot. All right. Divisional round betting picks. Uh, Bengals plus three at the Tennessee Titans, 47 over under. What do you like, Keith? Oh, I love them Bengals wide outs, man. So. I'm going to go Bengals plus three. I'll probably tease it and be plus nine, but I'm going to go Bengals plus three. I think they, I think they, I think they just overpower them outside, man. I I don't see how the Titans going to stop them, those receivers. I agree with the Bengals plus three. Don't know how I feel about that 47 over under just yet. Uh, Paul, like any of those? Or you, yeah, I see I'm you also the- like the plus three. Yeah, I'm on the Bengals plus three also. So we're all on the Bengals. Titans still giving up a ton of passing yards, even though their defense right. is better this year. It's a bad there matchup for them Titans. Bad matchup indeed. Uh, 49ers plus five at Green Bay. 47 and a half over under. Keep. Uh, I'm going to stay away from the over-unders, man. It's, it's either going to be a super blowout or it's, I don't know. I'm staying away from all the over-unders, but. I'm riding with A-Rod, man. Packers minus five at the crib. I need it. Yeah, I'm going to take the Niners. I don't love it, but I've already invested in Niners futures. I've got them to win the NFC. I've got them to win uh, the Super Bowl. So I'm just hoping they get to the NFC title game, and I've got a hedge spot. But I'll, I'll take the points. Don't love it, but I'll take the points. Like the Packers on the money line, I don't know about the plus five. Rams plus three at Tampa Bay, 48 and a half over under. Keep. Ooh, if anybody could beat these Bucks, it's the Rams, man. And they came out toting the rock. They look like they 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 primed for a Super Bowl run. But I ain't betting against Tommy ever again. I'm taking the Bucks at the crib minus three. I'm gonna take the Bucks too. I think, I mean, this line was north of three before everyone watched the Rams blow out Arizona. So I think it's a little bit of an overreaction. So I'll lay the points with the Bucks. I like the Bucks minus three. I'm I'm taking the Rams uh plus three for sure. Uh they beat the Bucks in LA earlier this season. And I would say from a talent standpoint, the Bucs aren't as talented as they were at that point than they are now. But of course, Tom could figure it out. We'll see. And the best game of the weekend, it would seem 
Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. Bills getting two and a half. 54 over under. Keep. That's the best game of the weekend. In my opinion. And fuel to the fire, Tommy. You know what I'm saying? First, they put you at one o'clock Sunday. <laughs> Harrison said you ain't the best game of the week. Right. I'm riding with the Chiefs, man. Minus two. And I'm going. Oh, hi, I'm leaving it alone. Chiefs minus two and a half. All right, I'm going to take the Bucks, uh, the Bills plus two and a half. I got that Josh Allen future to worry about. So I got the Bills plus two and a half. They beat them earlier this season. Do it again in Arrowhead. Rolling with the Bills plus the two and a half. Uh, before we get out of here, real quick, Paul has introduced some defensive backs that could win Super Bowl MVP as he looked at some future odds. He got to keep thoughts on it. So can you introduce us to the audience, please? Yeah, so we got so. Played three of them, and these are bobs, like long, long shots. So played Trayvon Diggs at 250 to one. That's already dead. Uh, Tyron uh, Matthew to win Super Bowl MVP was uh, it's down to 150 to one. It was 300 to one. So I like that. That's got a chance. And Kevin Byard from the Titans, 400 to one. Mm. Now, the thinking is, you know, based on history, you either got to have two picks or pick six for a defensive back or a defensive player to win Super Bowl mm-hmm. MVP. Like James Harrison had a pick six. So that's what we're counting on. These are long shots. Byard's still 400 to one. Just get one of those guys into the game and you got a shot. Um, but obviously you're betting way ahead of the Super Bowl. So that's why the odds are so long. If if the Titans get there, then Byard definitely got a shot, man. He a playmaker on D. He could come up with two picks in that game. He could come up with a fumble recovery and a touchdown and a pick. He could come up with two big plays easy. And if the Honey Badger get there, man, Right. No, he gets what he does. That's what what he he does. You know what I'm saying? So it's, I like both of them. There you go. You got your divisional round betting advice. Make sure you come back next week. We'll review and preview. Can't believe it. The AFC and NFC championship weekend. We're almost there. See you guys next time.